How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the PodPad. And as you can see, this week, month, year, time in the... June. Worth. Time in the world. <laughs> we uh, we got video now. This is my face. This is my face. Yeah, it's my face, long angle. I'm Justin. This guy to my left here is... Fish. Fish. And then on, uh, over here we to got... To my left is... <laughs> yeah, we got Miles. Wearing his $10 shirt. Talking about some Connecticut drip here. Some Connecticut drip. That's CT, CT drip. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a boring it's a state, CT. but fun stuff there. Yeah, fun yeah. stuff. All right, Justin. So, uh, yeah, this uh, this time around we are covering addiction. It took us a while to get here, but uh, we finally got the podcast going. There was a COVID scare. There's, yeah. There was a COVID the, scare. The May took us out. <laughs> I got my vaccine. I'm, all, I'm fully vexed. Yeah, I'm vexed too. He's on the way. He almost had COVID. He's not addicted game. to COVID shots yet. <laughs> not addicted to COVID. <laughs> We're just going to get the boosters. We... Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get Give me that shit. He just likes the adrenaline rush. He's like, dude, I, I miss getting tattoos. It's cheaper. The government pays for it. Yeah, man, right? The first one, it made me my arm real sore, but the second one, not so much. But I was tired afterwards. Yeah, for sure. But I, uh, I just had a bronchitis scare. Thought it was COVID, <laughs> it wasn't, and uh, now here we are after quarantine. So, uh, yeah, so we're, back. we're covering addiction this time around, and um, so I wanted to start off by saying the word addiction actually comes from the word addictus, which is a Latin term for enslaved by or bound to. Oh shit, that's pretty cool. Addictus. King shit. Yeah. King shit, yeah. So in 1779, writers began using the word addiction for the concept of the... I really should have went over this. Yeah, go, man. Come on. All right, so uh, it's the concept of the... You guys ever have it to where you guys can't read your own handwriting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So professional. <laughs> so professional. A doctor, Here we are. He probably got that chicken scratch. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? Miles Camp, right? <laughs> so it's pretty much just saying that they, they started using it for drug use. However, it began to be looked as as an it began to be looked at as a disease in 1956 when the American Medical Association or the AMA declared it al declared alcoholism as an illness. I should not be the one reading this, guys. That's okay. <laughs> but in 1987, the AMA as well as other medical organizations officially termed addiction as a disease. Yeah, man. So, at 19 Wait, What year was that? In 1779, they began using the word addiction. As um, as we were, like taking a drug or sort of sorts, but in 1987 they actually declared addiction a disease. I wonder was that part of like the just say no to drugs thing? What was that? Was that, that was actually the Dare like, program. That Reagan was that Reagan? Yeah, that was Reagan, and that was a product yeah. of what he's talking about. Is you know like it was part of the let's kill addiction, you know like pro I don't know propaganda, but campaign yeah. that Reagan ran because I think the craziest part was is like. That just fueled more people to get into drugs, I think. Yeah, you know what made I mean? them more aware of their options. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But it's the truth, come it on. It's true like that. Yeah, it's true. It, that, that really is Just say no. And then, yeah, well, New York, it's legal now. Weed, yeah. at least, weed. <laughs> Which a lot of people well, think is not an addiction, but we could all, I'm pretty sure we could all agree that weed is some sort of an addiction. Yeah, you can get an addiction to weed. I mean, it's not as strong or as dependent as others because it's still ultimately, you know, 
it's still some substance that you're used to having in your body. Your body's used to functioning under. I mean, water. I mean, water. That's not a good example. But like, I, <laughs> you need I'm it. addicted to you water, man. That's a good addiction. There's, there's got to be good addictions, probably too. Well, yeah, but at the same one. time, too much water can still kill you. Yeah, you yeah, you'll drown yourself. Yeah, I think. But there are <laughs> there are very good addictions still, such as like exercise. Yeah, dude. I, Some people are like Miles, for instance, yeah. loves to work out, and if he's not working out, I know he feels down and out. You yeah. like to run. Yeah, yeah. I like I to that, get out of work and fucking play my video games. That's my addiction. Yeah, yeah we all got addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I fucking love it. Dude, video games can be addicting. It's like the light or something or just the thrill, the adrenaline. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I love, like, fast-paced games at times because when you win and stuff, oh, my God. I don't know. It's just a thrill ride. I definitely feel that. When I did play video games back in the day, I used to play Call of Duty. It was like, when they that first came shit. out, it was like Modern Warfare 4. And I think Black Ops came out right after that. Yeah. And then there was like that old one with the sticky grenade, but that was that was my shit. And I know exactly what you mean because you'll just be up all night, and then like yeah, at, at, you'll start playing at like eight or something, and then like all of a sudden it's four in the morning. What happened? Right. Like, that was that's the addiction part. Like you're yeah. gone, and like I, that I happened think, to me. I think but, that's what like when people when they use drugs, they might right. feel like that too. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say Call of Duty, especially when I was because I was younger, so I was just going to school, coming home. And I was like, fuck homework, right? Like, there's a video game waiting for me. <laughs> and not only that, but that was my communication with all my friends that I right. couldn't see throughout the day because we couldn't get to each other or there was some kind of obstacle that we couldn't see each other. So we were like, yo, just hop on the game. We'll, fucking, we'll go take on whoever. And right. I got really good at Call of Duty. And that's when my addiction really started because, like you said, I was just... Next thing I know, I'm fucking sitting there playing. Four in the morning. <laughs> as soon as I get home from work, I'm playing. Next thing I know, the sun dries, and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to pretend I'm asleep because my dad's going to come in here and wake me up for school soon. It was like you were out drinking all night. And yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's 4 o'clock. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then you got no sleep. I mean, video games actually does have a similar addictive personality as alcohol because it gives you that... It gives you that dopamine feeling, you know yeah, what I mean? It gives good, you that, that instant good feeling. And, yeah. and, and also this, like, uh, just the, the light in general will release endorphins and stuff. because, yeah. because oh, the colors and stuff? Yep, it'll, it will. And it helps. intense light. Yeah. And it helps you to escape reality. Yep. Like alcohol. Like, you but know you, what I mean? Like, when you're drinking, you're doing it to have a good time, you're having fun, but you're escaping, if you're addicted at least, you're escaping something. You're escaping the mundane reality of your life or something. Maybe not just that, but that could be something. I think our eyes, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but we're, they're drawn to the brightest thing in the room, and that could be a color or a light, like you're saying, yeah. where that, that light is the brightest thing, so you just your eyes just go to it. Yeah. Just like if you see like something that's hot pink, your yeah. eyes just go to it. There's, I don't know what the yeah. science is, but it's, it's, that's a thing. It's where, attractive. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, that's weird. I don't know why I brought that up. No, it's, 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 <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's true. Because sometimes that's what it is, is a visual stimulus you can be addicted to. Because think about, like, sexual addictions and stuff like that. Like, people that, like, I don't know, it happens, like, uncontrollable masturbators. Like, that's a real fucking thing. I I had to learn about that in school, and it's a real (laughs) addiction. It's a visual stimulus, like, seeing something, a certain thing you want to view. So it's like, it is, why is that? And there's a certain color, certain thing that attracts you. Yeah. And because, I mean, you can say for sexual addiction, there is... We're all addicted to pussy. <laughs> right, I think even women. Even women, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some women like that. Absolutely. It's like a titty. Everyone loves a titty. Yeah. Hell yeah. And everybody, that's even girls, comes, as soon as somebody from, walks by in yoga pants, even your girl will be like, <laughs> "Don't cancel us! No, don't cancel us!" I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
I don't think we have enough viewers to be canceled yet. yet. Doesn't cancel yet. <laughs> Sidetrack story for a second. I, I went and seen a comedy show in Connecticut, and this guy. Oh, really? Was I didn't mid, know that. Mid set, he kept calling. He's like, "Dude, these are just jokes. So like, please don't cancel me." And it it just. No, I noticed that with a lot of. I noticed that with yeah, a lot dude. of comedians now, even in their specials. Yeah. Like they'll stop themselves and be like, "These are just jokes, people. I don't mean it." You know what yeah, I mean? Even weird. though it's it like, kills the it's, especially if you're at a comedy show, you know this motherfucker does not. Right. He he's not like talking about abortion, like yeah, fuck that. But you know the way he says it is constructed yeah, in a way. Yeah, people try to make him sound like they're not human. Right. Exactly. But he knows that he's doing it in a way that's gonna make people laugh. He's not yeah. saying it because he's an asshole. He's yeah. saying it because he knows it's gonna get a chuckle. Yeah. He knows it's funny. He's, he's doing his job. That's exactly. That's it. That is his job. He's humor, a comedian. His job is to go on the stage and yeah. make you laugh. And what's the easiest way to make you laugh? Say things that you don't expect. Yeah, say things you don't expect and say things that are so taboo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Shock value. And if you don't like the comedian, this is the one thing. Just leave. Yeah, just, just fucking just get up and go. Why, why are you going to try and make a Facebook post? Like, and it's the guy? same thing like if, if the stove's burning your hand, move your hand. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, hot. You don't tell the stove, like, stop being hot. You know? How can you say that? <laughs> yeah, like I think I want to yeah. talk about what do you guys think makes people addicted to things, and and why? Like, what do you think makes people addicted to things? Okay, um, I think it's usually some sort of thing they're lacking or they want, and you know, not everybody's case, but you know, back to like you were saying with Justin was saying with uh, escapism, is like. The drugs that people choose is usually like up or down or a certain thing they're trying to achieve because there's something not there. Right. And I know I like like things that calm me down because all the time I'm so high strung. And mm. it's just, I've always had like, you know, when I was younger they thought I had ADHD and all that stuff and they were trying to put me on medication and stuff like that. I've always had a lot of energy. I have trouble sleeping sometimes. It's, and also, it doesn't help that I, like, pound coffee at times because I like feeling that energy high. Okay? You know, that's why I typically... It's like, like you love it and you hate yeah. it. Yeah. It's like a love and hate. That's... Yeah. I'm pretty sure and, that's with every addiction. And that's what I'm saying. I love things that calm me down. Like, I like hot baths. Yeah. I know that seems weird, but I'm, like, addicted to hot baths. I <laughs> like, I love Epsom salt baths and, you know... Yeah. I love so hot there's, shower, so, shower. So, so there's a, a levels yeah. of addiction yeah, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like 13 circles of hell but addiction <laughs> I'm I, okay what I meant was like what do you think um, leads us to do be it? addicted I think it's no, the like, habit like the repetitiveness like it's what, the habit like even if even if it's something you don't like because these are things you like yeah. like you like taking a bath but if it was something you don't like like say you don't like going and getting fucked up every weekend on drink drugs and alcohol or whatever like what keeps you going back to it? You know what I mean. Like what, that what stops part. you from breaking like, from it. Or? Yeah, like what's the because that's the, the addiction part. That's the it addiction could be the group part. Right? What makes it so easy to stay? Like or keep doing it even yeah. if you're not happy. Because I think yeah. a lot of people when they abuse their addictions, because uh, you can have a good addiction, you wouldn't yeah, abuse yeah. taking a bath, right? Like what, are you gonna get all too pruney or something? Grow <laughs> <laughs> gills, but but so I mean like. You can't live in the bathtub, but yeah. there's people that are like on drugs. They're like living on drugs, and it's like that's a good metaphor. So, living in the bathtub, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not getting up. You're just sitting there, and your skin's slowly eroding away, and eventually it'll kill you. Yeah, and, but, but it's so, a really so you don't do death. that. You don't do that all day, is what I mean. Yeah, but there, yeah. but there's. But it's a good people, metaphor. But for like the addiction <clears throat> thing, what 
what do you think gets people there? You think it's the drugs themselves? Do you think it's like in their head? It's the I mindset. Guess, I guess now I'm like putting ideas in your head, but I think no, I mean, it, like, it's. I feel like it's just that habit. It's just a habit because yeah. you get used to something. You get used to being at that bar, doing drugs, alcohol, doing whatever it is. You get used to coming home from work, playing video games. You get used to... You get comfortable with it. You get used to waking up in the morning, so stopping at Tim Hortons a for a coffee. Exactly. It's almost like a denial. That's what it is. Yeah. It's seen it... So what, most things but, are but seen as acceptable. But what leads you to it, though, in the first place? Like, to go to that bar, that's the yeah. escapism part? Yeah, he's asking, like, so the escapism, So the escapism part, that's part of it. Yeah. Well, no, certain drugs, like, you will be, like, addicted. Like, it, like uh, I think heroin, if you try to get off of it, yeah. you're, like, really It could sick. kill you. Like, physically yeah, it'll, sick, It'll right? be, like, flu symptoms. The same thing with alcohol, too. It could kill you. Like, if you're a hard alcoholic... Yeah, if yeah, you're a hard alcoholic and you're just Dude, like, I'm done, and you stop it, that could just. I literally one you time right in a clinical had to give a beer stat because this guy was Needed. he was going into delirium where they That's like crazy. start hallucinating and getting lightheaded and you know they get the sweats and their yeah. temperature is all wacky. I re- I gave a Budweiser stat. I love that order. <laughs> that was an awesome. Give him a Bud heavy. Give him a Bud heavy. The red one. The red one. So you guys have Budweiser stat. So you have there's there's like there's wait hold on. So in the place there's like a Budweiser. Yes. Medicine. It's like a medicine. No no no. I gotta go to the pharmacy. You're just like you're like all right morphine. Oh there it is Budweiser. No it's in a fridge dude. It's just straight up in a fridge. It's like a it's like a sandbag. I know we're making a joke out of it. Alcoholism is a real thing. It is real. We're not trying to downplay it. Yeah, definitely no. not, dude. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. I, it never goes away. Like, because I, I haven't drank in a while, and people will be like, "Why do you say you're an alcoholic?" But it doesn't go away. Like, if I drank tonight, it would be like a thirty pack. So, yeah. like, it's not like <laughs> just because I don't drink doesn't mean I'm not an alcoholic. Right. And, and I think a lot of people, it's hard for them to grab that and. There are people that don't have a problem drinking. I just do, you know. Yeah. And I get that. But it's good that you realize that because a lot of people don't. Yeah. It takes a lot for somebody to be able to be like, all right, this is an issue. I want it out of my life. And then they just, like, slowly, obviously, because, like I said, alcohol can fucking kill you if you're just, like, 30-pack a day and then you just (laughs) stop. But it's good that you realized it and you, you got away from it. Honestly, dude, like I tell you all the time, you're strong as hell for that shit. Right. Especially when you come around, like, we're all having a few beers party and hanging out and it's part of the culture yeah that's yeah. what the hardest part it's culturally is. accepted that's what a lot of problems yeah. with um okay so now are. we're getting to now we're getting to what i'm talking about uh, how do you get into the addiction yeah right and that's, like what trying, that's what i was trying to talk about like it's in our culture yeah you yeah. almost feel outside of not using yeah. or using alcohol same thing, drugs, alcohol. same thing with uh this day and age, we have technology all around us. I have a computer sitting in front of me. We all have a phone. Yeah. Not in our pockets because we're recording. I got mine <laughs> in my pocket. Don't fans. speak for me. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> 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 a blopey spot. All right, all right. <laughs> Sorry, first time with cameras. We're, uh, yeah, we're just excited. We're just excited. <laughs> you get to see our faces. You get to see us. Uh, Having a good time. Yeah, you get to see us. We're outside also. So, obviously, you guys can hear the background noise. There's kids playing in the driveway. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be kind of cool to do an outdoor podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, like, open up the air, man. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, man. Especially this... after the pandemic. A lot of people now are addicted to staying inside, probably. Yeah, you know addicted. what I mean? There's, there's yeah, people... people fall into addictions because of the pandemic. Definitely, definitely. Especially with... I just uh, something that said they got worse. 
lot. Yeah. The addictions during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Alcohol one and yeah. drug ones. Because people Definitely. couldn't go to AA to get the support that they needed because of the pandemic. Like, and not only that, but the yeah. liquor store was fucking essential. Yeah. yeah. The liquor that's, store that's was... York. That's the New York shit, I think. That, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was probably... Yeah, well, was some essential. states didn't close down anything. Yeah. but So I think that was a New York thing, but... Still. Uh, yeah. Canada's still There's one on every down. corner of the liquor store. And, and, and also... Especially like, here. What are you supposed to do when you're trapped inside all day? Like, come on, man. What, did, what was the mayor he said grab six pack with the when we had the yeah. blizzard? Like, I don't remember his name, but that was cool. Buffalo when we had shit. the blizzard, I worked at 7 Eleven. No, this and, is way, way back. Oh, I, was talking, I know what you're talking about. I was talking about the uh, Snowbember storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working at 7 Eleven, and I got a phone call. I answered. I'm like, hey, 7 Eleven, how's it going? And they're like, uh, do you guys still have the necessities? I'm like, well, we just ran out of diapers. We have a loaf of bread left. There's a little bit of milk, and we have water. They're like, no, 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 man. You guys still got beer? <laughs> That's Buffalo shit. You, you're talking about, about Oh uh, Yes, November, yep. This November storm, yep. And when I walked in, because there was a guy that worked there. He was there for 24 hours. When I got to the store, there was a giant party going on at the front door. Like, everybody has their sleds filled up to the brim with fucking <laughs> beer and paper and whatever the fuck they need. Yep. Toilet paper. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like a fun time, so... Well, now we're just talking. About, I think that, like, that we're might... talking about like an alcohol addiction yeah. here, but yeah. so it starts off as like this fun time, and like and remember how he's talking about the advertising show? I know he's talking yeah. about that, but think about a kid like watching like a football game, and like how many beer commercials there are, and like there's a fun, Bud Light commercial and, and every other how, every how other time. Fun the commercial looks, yeah. right? Like so, an eight year old kid loves football, is super hyped. Sees this Budweiser. Can they see the Bud Light? Do, the and, and Bud Light everybody's night. Walking having, through every, the no, no, not that one specifically, but like a like a party scene. Like everybody's having fun, and it's mm. all hot girls, and everybody's like super toned, yeah. which is like totally opposite of an alcoholic problem, right? Yeah. Like if you have an alcohol problem, you probably got like a fat beer belly, and like no offense, but it's just the truth. <laughs> I'm offended. Um, <laughs> You're canceled now. Get them off. So like the commercial isn't even like this real thing. It's like a fantasy. And that's why I was always talk about the advertising to the kids, because it's the kids that they're trying to get so that they could get the kid when it goes to the store, it'll buy the Tide shit over the Gain shit or whatever. Yeah. Right. But this like culture that we create, where like the kid sees this huge party happening, right, and then like and then they get to school and there there's this peer pressure, like you're gonna go into the party and have right. some drinks, right? Right. So is this where this all starts? Yeah, you know, yeah or, definitely. Or in high school, pressure. in yeah. high school, definitely, because you if you don't get invited to a party, you feel outcasted. Yeah. You feel like now you're not a part of now, like that Say group. you don't want to do the drinking part, right? And you get outcasted. Now you could get drinking. an addiction to something else, which could be a good one, like running or being physical fit, or it could be a bad one. You know, like, I seen some shit where some lady was, like, addicted to eating mattresses or something. She had ate, like, seven mattresses yeah, in her life. Yeah, strange Weird addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of strange addiction. So it's like, that maybe crazy. she was so outcasted. Yeah, yeah that, that she had to eat a mattress all by her. She was like, I'm crying in my bed. She just had a mouthful of mattress and ate it. Hey, no, I don't know if that's true. Real quick, got though. the death plan. <laughs> <laughs> death plan. Death plan. Fish watered it. <laughs> I watered it. It's coming um, that's, a, that's your mind with addictions. That's your mind with addictions. Commercial. And mind, <laughs> <laughs> not drugs. <laughs> right here. This is you on weed. Remember that shit from yeah, back in the day? Like, <laughs> the couch, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Speaking dude, speaking back speaking back to ads though, I distinctly remember growing up seeing commercials for cigarettes, like the fucking camel. Mm-hmm. 
But I was doing some research for the podcast, and apparently Richard Nixon, on I think it was April 1st, 1970, banned it. He banned, banned ads on nicotine and cigarettes. Yeah, for uh, like... But I distinctly them. remember seeing them growing up. TV just, ads. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because they're still in the store, like, on Sunday. Well, yeah, 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 that's... No, but I'm talking about TV ads. I remember seeing the cool fucking... Camel and the fucking leather jacket, sunglasses, right. smoking cigarettes, fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The, could create the culture of, and it's a product that kills you. Yeah. Like, n- yeah. totally I mean, addictive. Totally There's addictive. over yeah. a billion deaths a year. Do you get some that says, like, where they would use, like, because, like, there was a time when doctors would, like, prescribe you heroin if you had, like, were in pain. And, like, yeah. They would yeah. prescribe you, like, I don't, cocaine. I, don't, I, don't, I used to needed, literally like, have push. it in a bottle. It would be, like, heroin, cocaine, morphine, all in a bottle. Yeah. It would be, like, Dr. Johnson. And then at some point. And then at some point. it's the oxycodones for the yeah. fucking pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? People, mm-hmm. have to, these days, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's converted pills, into yeah. the pills. You know, and then they get the pill addiction. What happens is they get the pill addiction from the doctor, and then... They start buying the pills on the street because they are addicted to the shit and they feel yeah. physically sick without the. And then the ones they're getting on the street, they don't know where it's coming. You don't know well, who's not, not only making that, it. You don't so, know where so it's So then they're from. broke because buying that buying that shit on the street is expensive. So the, the then the guy's like, oh, but I got this heroin and it's way cheaper. Yeah. And then and that's how you get on the heroin shit. It's like you, they got you on the pills. Then then like you go to the street for it because you can't get it from the doctor no more. And then the street is like, hey, heroin's cheaper. And now you're fucking shooting that shit in your arm, nodding out in the car. Especially if you don't have health insurance. You know what yeah. I mean? Because in America we don't have free health insurance. Yeah. So it's like if you can get it cheaper from the guy next door than you can from fucking hitting up your doctor. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And then they're obviously going to take more because now it's cheaper. Yep. Which is causing well, and you're addicted to you. And you're addicted, but now you're gonna take think, more, which is causing the deaths and the fucking crazy that yeah. fucking what's the word? Epidemic. I was gonna say yeah, pandemic. The, the opiate uh, pandemic. The is opiate it? pandemic. Yeah, pandemic. it's everywhere, bro. It's not just <laughs> this country. Other yeah. countries have the same problem with uh with heroin, dude. Like Russia's got it worse than us. Yeah. Dude, you ever hear about that crocodile shit? No, I haven't. No, but it seems like Russia would be the one. Yeah. The it does problem. seem. It does seem like. <laughs> I don't want. Well, I don't want to sound no way about that. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think Russia could get this podcast anyways. But let me tell <laughs> you a little bit about that, that crocodile <laughs> stuff. It's really bad, dude. Like users of it, like you. What is? What is it? I, I don't know anything. It's about like it. super heroin. Like, but oh, it's a weird mixture of like paint thinner, and then I want to say there's another drug included, and then like a really potent heroin opiate like really pure heroin or but the paint thinner and the heroin mix it creates such a euphoric high and like there's some instances they recorded in like a couple small cases it's like antidotal cases so you can't prove it but these people said that they did it one time and they were addicted it's that fucking potent that's like, like crack i think but listen to this this is why they call it crocodile it rots your flesh right off you. Oh, I heard about that shit. Yeah, I heard about it turns that shit. It, what? Like, yeah, black yeah, yeah. and green turns scaly, falls off. Mm. They'll have holes in their cheeks. Yeah. That's hole. fucking nuts. I never Dude, heard about this. Yeah, longest, they, they put life expectancy on crocodile for like a year to two years at most. The longest they, they know of for cases is someone who did five years, but that person was like, they had holes in their arm, their cheek, and it was just... It sounds like some zombie Ooh. shit. I know, yeah, I know yeah, with, yeah. The, with the heroin and the opioids, is, there's a chase, yeah. too. Like well, and, and you're always chasing that feeling because like that's, yeah, you'll, chasing, you'll kill the, yourself chasing because, the dragon. Yeah, it feels so good. So then people with the falling off arms and shit, it's like they felt so good that they didn't care. 
or or they're addicted. But who do you yeah. think it's because they're addicted or because they felt so good? Because if I had, so, if I had, to feel if that I had a again. hole in my arm, it wouldn't be because I was addicted because it felt yeah. good, right? Yeah. But and then I had heard this before is like a, a heroin addict. It's like it's real ritual and habitual. Like they like doing it the same way every time, and, yeah. then, and like so, there's there'll be like band members out on the road or whatever, and um, they won't be in their like normal habit. So they'll like overuse, and that's how they'll like OD because they're not in their like ritual spot. And yeah. uh, I think that was kind of interesting too. Is like not being where you always use could make you use too much, and I thought that was like yeah. a crazy like thing to. I don't know. So yeah. what, what do you guys think about that? Do you remember they were, I don't know if it was here or not, but so, somewhere they were trying to open up the, like, tents oh, so okay. people could safely shoot up heroin. Yeah. Well, now, what, what do you guys think about that? I want your opinions on that because, in my opinion, it is wild. That is a wild thing I, I because, gotta, it's in a way, it's promoting it. Yeah, yeah. But in another, in another sense of the word, it's making it to where you're not going to go ahead and overdo it to the point where you're going to yeah. kill yourself. And obviously, once you start the shit, if it's just, I'm, I don't know, but if it's, if it is as I addictive, I never did. I've never Thank did God. either. Me too. Because I'm I got, I'm happy so somewhat. like addictive. If it, it is as, if it is as addictive as they portray it and as everybody says it is, I don't think it's the best idea to maybe you know fucking promote like here's a tent you can come here and do it. This is the way I look at it. I don't think that you should necessarily hate the idea but what i don't like is that we're putting like tax dollars towards like these safety tents when we should just do a bigger this is like a band-aid like yes yeah. it's a little better because now you don't get to see them shooting up in your yeah community. they're just not on the street yeah they're putting they're them on the, off street. the street that's yeah. what but it this is. is what i don't like about those tents this is just a personal opinion I feel like it, it gets them together and they talk and it helps them continue their addiction. Yeah. And like you're giving them a regular spot to go when they want to do it. Just you, like when we were talking about earlier, going but, to that bar. Like they're yeah. just going to get used to going to that so tent. We're, so we're working, we're working towards heroin yeah. being legal almost. Like, yeah. And then there would be like a heroin bar. Come, come check out the heroin bar. I really hope there's a pot bar it's before like, there's a heroin But are we going backwards or forward? Because that's like I was saying. Like the doctors yeah, were prescribing this shit like back then so it's like are we going backwards to then when it's just okay or are we going forward to like hey we should stop this you know yeah, which yeah. way are we going I, I lost too many friends yeah. to the shit to be like yeah. we should we're going forward like yeah. let's not go back yeah. I, yeah. I think ultimately we need to go to what the source of the problem is you what know? do you think that is that's it's a lot of angles. The, it, I think that we need to get some sort of money incentive to go against heroin. That's the big issues because there's a money incentive to to do heroin derivatives in pharmaceutical applications. I'm not saying that certain people shouldn't get it. Like I support heroin use and stuff like that when you're in end of life care. Like I'm talking like, like hospice a care type stuff. Yeah, because yeah. if you're gonna die anyways and you're aching completely. Why the hell not, man? It's not like you have, like, I'm not to be choose. morbid, you but you don't have choose. a future. Why should you be in pain for the last moments right. of your life? Right. You should feel good. So Go you, out in peace. Yeah, exactly. That's what it should, like, I'm okay with that use, but I just don't think we should be It's giving, not recreational. Yeah, exactly. It's not recreational. <clears throat> yeah. It's I'm not okay a fun with, party yeah. thing. No. Because it's not a party drug. It's not. At all. Like, I've heard people tell me people have used and stuff like that and they they, they explain to me why it's so addictive to them and heroin yes or, or like opiates at least 
heroin, but specifically heroin. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a one of my friends. I'm not gonna say his name because like it's not fair. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. And um, <clears throat> he told me why he was doing it. He said it's just like he's like, honestly, man, it's like God's hugging you. It's the best really, feeling ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's so like and he said it's like that's the dragon they're trying to chase every yeah. time. But he's just saying it's like this warmth that no person or any entity or anything can give you. And you know what? That's why they go back to it. Exactly. Even they could be clean for years, but they never felt that. And their brain remembers. Remember that burning the vanity shit? You go back to it. Yeah. No matter how long you try to get right, you go back to it. It's comfortable. You get comfortable with a bad place because it's familiar. You know what I mean? You're comfortable. You want to feel good. I think you want to feel good. I think familiarity makes you feel good. I think if we're talking about like a drug and alcohol addiction, it's because you want to feel good. That's that's what I was trying to say. Like it's not like it's not like you love shooting up heroin. You just love feeling good. Yeah. And that's why you shoot up. So um, there's like a rite of passage here about this thing. You know what it is? Like in cultures. Yeah. Like uh, bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Like a rite of passage. Manhood, womanhood, Um, coming of age. Like your first beer. Like yeah. that's a rite of passage in our culture, right. or like, or like your first time driving or something, like your first joint, like yeah. it's like you, and so like, why do you think that happens? You know, like you get there, you say yes, you do it, whatever. I don't it's, know why. It's it back good. to it's back to the feeling. Every yeah. every addiction, at every addiction, no matter what it is, whether too, it's right? drugs or it's anything else, it's that feel. For another example, addiction yeah. to gambling. Yeah. What's the feel good thing there? Winning. It's that winning. They're, you they're could fucking rush. spend your whole life savings to try and get that rush of getting that feeling of uh, I just won again. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't like a lot of people black out every time they lose. Like they're like I don't I don't remember losing that money. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fucking five in grand the in zone. the hole, in the zone. but I, I fucking won three grand last week. A total different place. I won three grand last week in one fucking day. I spent five grand over the span of two weeks. But now I'm back because I'm trying to get that fucking... I'm trying to get another... I'm trying to get 10 grand this time. Yeah. I want 20. I want to know what 20 feels like. Yeah, you know what just, I mean? You know, it's like people who are extreme winners. You ever yeah. heard of like, yeah. stuff like yeah. that, like Michael Jordan? Like, they just... They want to win because there's a chance of winning. That, yeah. that They like the thrill of the chase. Yeah. Even if they have no experience in it. I experienced it a little bit because I always like trying new things because I'm like, dude, life's worth trying shit. And uh-huh. I get that like kind of competitive nature. I understand it. And sometimes... With drugs, it can when you have a competitive nature, you want to do more and more because you want to see what levels there are to highs, and you want to see where the plateaus is, and that's where it starts mm-hmm. getting dangerous because you want to try to get that high you got the first time. Like think about the first time you drank, smoke, or whatever it was. It's the highest high. So it's more yeah. of a personal thing. Yeah. It's not like a group thing, but we feel outside it if we but don't use. But it's a personal thing. Isn't that group. weird? It's it's a community yeah. because think you about, can't get drugs by yourself. Unless you grow, <laughs> that, but, yeah. but but who showed you how to grow? Who right. showed you what they are? All right, you didn't. You know, like the first time you smoke a joint, it wasn't by yourself. Right. Someone was sitting there. Somebody rolled up a joint, and they're like, "Hey man, you want to try it?" And you're like, "Let me see that thing." Or like a mean? beer. Or a beer. You got to buy it from a store, man. Unless unless you brew your own beer. And how many times to teach you that? <laughs> you know. <All> right. <laughs> so it's already here. Yeah. 
And a lot of it, like, especially with pot and alcohol, that starts at a younger age, like we were saying earlier, in high school. Like, you're in high school, somebody's, if you don't yeah, know what to do, you think, party, just, you think we just do what our parents do? I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Do you think we just do what our parents do? Sometimes. Like, all the way? Or, or yeah. like, all of us, I mean, pretty yeah, yeah. Or whoever raised you. Or whoever raised you. It might not be yeah. your parents specifically. But at the same time, there. if whoever there was an alcoholic parent in your situation growing up and it was bad, that might also steer you away from it. Yeah. Do you know any stories like that? No. Right. <laughs> but so there, there are idea. stories it's out there. Idea. I don't know any personally, but there are stories out there. You know what I mean? There's like, oh, my dad was a bad alcoholic. I seen what did to him. I don't, I stay away from all that shit because I don't, I don't want to go down that road. I, I wonder, I wonder if we could ever overcome the things that held our parents back. That's something that I wonder about, you know, because it's like we all want our kids to like go far. Like you want your kids to go farther than you, no matter of course. Like no matter how far you go, you want them to be a little bit like because that's like our progression. But like, are we able? Are we ever able to overcome what held our parents back? And do you know what I mean by that? You know, like yeah, what brick wall our parents hit? Can we get through that brick wall? I don't know. Takes time and effort, but we all can. I mean, anything's possible, but it, at the same time, it is hard because growing up, you see your dad work a nine to five job, and you see him just bust his ass every day, and he's bringing home food, and he's bringing home money, and he's bringing home shit that keeps the family afloat. I think you don't notice that till you're older. Like you, a, you don't, but at the same time, you realize what kept the what kept you in a house as a kid. Yeah. Thinking back, thinking back, you'll realize thinking that. Back. But yeah, once you once you get to that age, now you're like, I need to get a job. I need to go get a house. I need to go get that. You don't think, all right, well, maybe if I just start fucking, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't have an example. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. Man, yeah, it is something you notice. I mean, you do try, you do do the, par- the patterns of your parents, but sometimes you go against them. Like Fish was saying, you yeah. see something bad and you go against it. It does happen because, you know. Sometimes the best examples are the most painful examples. Someone that's your parent, like, is that sucks. Right? We're, as a kid, your parent is a superhero, like, yeah. and, and no one could fuck with that. Like, no yeah. one. You're my dad is the best, yeah. and, and like that is your shit. But, but like, you get to this point where you realize like <laughs> my parents are just like regular ass yeah. fucking people, right? Yeah. Like, I think that happens when you're maturing, Except, but, especially as you're maturing, because um, you're just like, at what point am I in a like? You're like. You just think adults are this, these people that fucking know everything. Yeah. Like you think adults just got their shit together, everything's afloat, I and then you get to you the point that? where you're growing up. You're like, so when when is everything fucking good? Because <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not at that point yet. Like, do I'm, you think that's something that happened to like our generation specifically? Because I don't feel like our parents went through that, and I don't think their parents went through that. These feelings that we're talking about right now, um, I don't think they felt that way, and. I, I don't know. Maybe I, just they, think maybe. That, I just think that's weird, you know. But now it's like everybody's an open book. Everybody's stories out there on the internet. We could all see it. We could all. When you used to all... go hang out, when our parents would go hang out on a Friday night at somewhere, right? Like, they didn't have no cell phone to get a hold of nobody. Like, whoever was at the spot was at the spot. That's it. And if you weren't there, you weren't there. You missed it, you know. And um, that's another addiction that's facing the so society. You'll this get day. right. You'll get. We'll you'll get, you'll have like an ex girlfriend who is should be like a never thought anymore, right? right. But here she is on fucking Facebook popping up, posting pictures, fucking making statuses. 
I don't know. Maybe, or you just break up with a girlfriend a and you're seeing all the indirect shit that yeah, she would have yeah, just yeah. thought about back in the day before fucking Twitter was a thing. And and it should be a no never thought yeah. afterwards, yeah. right? Should be like, like we're and, done. And, and, you're just gonna go live your life. I'm, I'm, live I'm all about smashing TVs though, so yeah, I, I, I got to slam for you on it. But sometimes <laughs> think about this, man. You know, like I was rapping that one podcast way too much, but the social dilemma was talking about people engage seven times more with negative things like seeing your ex girlfriend. Yeah, you love it. And that stuff they they that gets engagement and social media apps push that. Is that is that another addiction you think? Well that's a depression. Yeah. Being addicted that's to seeing depression spiral, But there's too. some people well, that they crave negative situations. Like even though they even though they know it makes them feel bad, yeah. they're looking for it. Exactly. And that's what the algorithm. Do you think are it makes them feel less up? bad? I I think no. a lot of people do that. That's it's like, what they're it's like, it's like, well, she did that fucking shit. I never did no what shit like that. What do you like think cancel culture like, is? They yeah. love attacking people and jumping on people for something that they don't like. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're getting to... a thrill and a fucking dopamine effect from seeing something they don't like because they jump on that person. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 I'm gonna turn they, that shit right the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, that's that I'm like, fucking, shut it off. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it that's what it used to be. It's like, alright, I don't I don't like that, bro. I'm just not gonna fucking look at it. I'm gonna fucking go to the next video, I'm gonna go on something else and if yeah. I see a video that relates to that video, why the fuck am I gonna click on it when I know I didn't like the original video? But not motherfuckers these days are like click, click, oh dislike <laughs> All right, mean review, share. Oh wow, look it! I got ten likes. I got ten people that agree with me. Right. They, they, they and then they get addicted to the fucking likes. The so then they want to talk more shit. The false sense of reality, like false sense of acceptance. It really is. It's kind of like a pseudo, not a pseudo, but like a, like you know how like Splenda and sugar work. It, it's like a Splenda to real interaction. Makes you want right, sugar right. even more. It yeah. makes you want sugar even more. Yeah. Splenda, for real, for real. Yeah. So it makes you want a real interaction even more. Yeah. You might get hyped and be... All because you, you just wanted a hug from somebody. You're all mad at somebody. You just wanted a hug. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's the fucked up shit. And not only that, but that shit that they're mad about, if they were mad about it and you talked it out face-to-face, -face, it would never blow up the way it does yeah. on social media. media. It would never be a thing. It would, it would never, like, it would right, never man, be like right, getting in right. people's you're fucking right. shit, <laughs> cussing them out. It'd be or like... They would, we'd have a conversation like, yo, what you said, I disagree with it because of points. And, and then, then you, you say your points. And they can't find you. And then you yeah. say your points, and then if it's still a disagreement, it's like, all right, man, good go talk. We'll see you. Or, but, wait, or people on, wouldn't yeah. even just say it because they're too scared to say those awful things to your face. Oh, yeah, especially with some of the shit people say. Dude, I was it, watching this video yesterday. This woman, okay, she... Karen? Like, yeah, <laughs> of course. But, but she, <laughs> the guy catches him in the video... Flipping him off like this, you know, because he, uh, she, he had a dash cam and she, uh, cut him off, okay? Like, it was clearly his way. Cut him off, he honked the horn, and she rolled down her window, stuck out her finger and said, fuck you, nigger. Like, you know, like, I'm sorry for saying that word, but, like, I was just saying true to what she said. Don't cancel me. <laughs> Please, don't now cancel Now we're canceled. Yeah. All right. Episode but, four. <laughs> but anyways, she said that. four. Took four. <laughs> we made it this far, boys. Clearly on video, and then you know she was stupid to do it. She was pulled right in her driveway, like right down the street after she did it. And the guy followed her, and, you know, and he got out of his car and started recording with his phone. And he was just like, "Dude, why? Why?" I did think you... I seen the video. And he was like, "Why did you even have to do that? I why was that so unnecessary?" I didn't see the dash cam, yeah. but I seen the video yeah. when he got out and started recording her. And dude, she started screaming, "Don't cancel me!" Well, it's like, then don't see that stupid. Like, yeah, don't fucking... just own up to you did it and let it be that. 
apologize. Get over it. You know what I mean? But there was just... We all do stupid shit. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. is On social media, you can't... Yeah. You can't you have a, a conversation. You, you, can't, you get a small snippet. You get yeah. one little interaction. And not only it. that, but you can't hear tone of voice or intent through text. Yeah. We, right. we become, right. become a whole population of text, though. It's like, yeah. nobody wants to talk. You, like, you can't call someone on the phone yeah. or like, they don't want to pick up or whatever. But what I wanted to talk about was the individuality of, of the addiction, right? Because, like, yeah. we're saying it's this acceptance thing to be in the party culture, but there's an individuality of the addiction part, right? Right. And, like, so I think everyone's addicted to something. And, and like... I th- also I think the words got us fucked up too like um if you didn't know what hate was or what like greed was or, or stuff like that like if it was never taught to you yeah. you wouldn't even associate that kind of thinking yeah. right like exactly. so right. if like you just had like all these happy positive shit it, life would be different but exactly. I, I want to know why the addiction thing like you get into it as a group but it's an individual addiction you know what I mean? Like, and like, are we setting up the whole group to be individually addicted to something? You know? Well, it's into it. Everybody, there's always a common ground you can like reach because like individualistic like addiction, like you could share it that you both like feeling calm, you both like being no, no, or no, hyped no, up. Mosquitoes are out. But I mean, <laughs> how you do it, how you, how, you know, like, like you said about the heroin addicts, like they like the ritualistic matter because sometimes that's the stimulus is just setting up. Like imagine yeah, that's rolling. a whole part of yeah. it. Yeah, setting it up. That, yeah. And they're, when they're out of that element, they're not yeah. and they overuse. So yeah, that is because they'll, they'll do it the one other person's way, then they'll do it their way because their way is what the stimulus is. Right. So they didn't have that. So they yeah. didn't feel like they got high. So they used again. Yeah. That that's the, the part. Yeah, you you nailed what I was saying earlier. That what that yeah. that part, the ritual of it, like setting it up. Everybody loves it, and they're being community because they're being a little greedy. Sometimes addictions puts you to greed because you want that rush at any cost. Because sometimes you know the consequence when you get too far in on something. Right. And as humans, we're tribal. Yeah. So we're looking for a tribe to belong to. Yeah. So if you're if we're friends already, we're we got our tribe going, and now our tribe's starting to do something like go out to the you, bars more. What happens? Then is, we just follow along, and then we're like, yeah, sure, I'll take a drink. Yeah, sure, I'll take a shot. Yeah, sure, I'll take another drink. And then and then there's a the part where the addiction takes over you, where yep. you don't care about your friend, you don't care yeah. about his girl, you don't care about anybody that's around. Uh, you care about the it? addiction and getting high again. Exactly. And and it doesn't matter what anybody does as long yeah. as you could get high again. You know. There, oh, yeah. There's that part of it. That's the individual part, I think. Um, where, like, you'll totally trash your friends and, and like, it'll just because you wanted to get high. Not because you, you hated your friend. It was just because all you could think about was getting high. Yeah. And, like, right. when you got a friend that's addicted to something and you're like, why are you so mad at me? You're, you're like, coming at your friend and it's, you didn't do anything. We'll, we'll take the blame. We'll be like, oh, I must have did something. They're so mad. No, they just want to get high and, and they don't care about you at that moment, you know? And, and that's a sad part of the addiction. Right. Yeah. Well, I got one more thing on my little bit of notes here. One addiction that we didn't cover. And it's <clears> something <throat> we all need to survive. Food. Yeah. Different types of food. Different yeah. types of food. I mean, there's only 2%, which is a small Tastes. population of people, that have a problem with it, whether it be, you know, like an eating disorder or just the addiction only 2%, itself. 2%, you think? On the research I did, yeah, 2%. So do you think well, obesity is, is in a food addiction? Do you think that is? Yeah, because obesity is Because that's way more super... than 2% in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. obesity. So well, I that's think, America. I think, what, this was the world? I'm 
the research I did, I was looking better. Like, refine what you're saying. Like, two percent of what the American population of, of just yeah, bulimic anorexics. I should have. Maybe was, that's like a bulimic anorexic thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Eating yeah. disorder. Yeah. Was eating eating disorder, disorder. Yeah. Maybe it was a two. But, but at I, the same time, it's an addiction. Obes- I think, still think obesity is an eating disorder. In my opinion, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm not a researcher. But sometimes it can be because there's there's thyroid issues that could make yeah. you you know get bigger. Serious health issues too. Yeah. Especially with eating a lot. No, listen. If you're fucking 300 pounds, you are addicted to eating food, bro. It doesn't just happen overnight. Like, but how you- do you stop fish? It's so fucking good. <laughs> I just. I just fucking indulge and I just I used eat. to be 300 pounds, so you could hate me if you want, but... I just fucking get a meatball sub and I can't stop and get another one, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah... Subway's like, like, I would get one free, I'm like, sign me thing. up. It's like, I, I had this thing where, like, if it was in front of me, I had to eat it. And, like, that was yeah. part of it, like, an, I don't know if it was... You were on the seafood. I don't know if I was, like, a, a nervous tick thing or something. Like, seeing it, didn't want to waste it or something, but... I feel like that's what it is for, especially me a lot of the time. Like, when I'm eating, I'm like... <sighs> So full. you're full, but you overeat. And we, in America especially, we don't eat until we're not full. We eat until we can't fucking breathe anymore. You That's because your mean? stomach's so big it's pushing yeah. out your lungs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in other countries, they eat a little plate so they're not hungry anymore. Our, whereas our, our plate we, sizes are bigger here. Whereas we have that, this right? big-ass yeah. fucking plate, and we eat it, and we're like, oh, I'm still not stuffed our, our yet. Let me go grab another plate. Our grandparents' dinner plate was about this big. I know, right? Ours you ever see like, grandparents like, like China? <laughs> they got these really small plates. Well, they were like depression. Like, it was like maybe you had some bread that day to eat. <laughs> right? For real. They're waiting bread lines. My grandma told me about that shit. Oh, yeah, man. But, boys, we are at 44 minutes. So. Well, we talked mostly about addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> had some other stuff in there, too. It's good being It's good back. outside. Yeah. Thing. Our first video podcast. You got the videos. Yeah, it was nice. We're uh, slowly, our slowly. Are still recording. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see my smiles are still recording. We're All right, good. then we're good. So uh, this uh, concludes our addiction episode. It took us fucking 45 years to get it together, but here we are. Yeah, May was rough, man. The COVID scare. You had the COVID scare. Yeah, we got vaccinated. It was bronchitis. Guys, fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, pop head out. Pop head out. Thank you, everybody, for watching yeah. and listening. Now that we can say watching. Uh. Well, until next time, I'm Justin. I'm Fish. And I'm Miles. And uh, you can't, you can't. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still.